0: Well, get one. Have an idea. You're an idea man. Go with me on that one. You're an idea man. I'm an an idea man who comes up with inventions.
1: I have an idea. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here's My Idea. I'm Brian One.
0: And I'm Brian, too.
1: And it's a two-man operation today, just the two Bryans.
0: Yeah, well, we wanted to get back to basics. You know? Yeah! We felt nostalgic.
1: Yes, and Brian has shit on every guest we brought on, so now nobody wants to come on and feel the wrath of Brian, too.
0: That is the, tr- that is the truth.
1: But today, we, we decided to make it a two-man episode because, in a way, we're both experts today, or aren't we, Brian? Eh,
0: you're a little bit more than me, but I, I like to think I can hold my own in this kind of conversation.
1: I was fishing for that, and I appreciate you giving me what I was looking for. So today's episode is all about races. Brian and I are both runners. Um, We've both done a ton of races from 5Ks to marathons to Ragnar races, which is like a whole crazy thing we'll get into in a little bit. But sometimes I feel like the sport of running, as much as I love it, has gotten a little stale.
0: I would agree. It's a little boring to watch on TV personally until like the final part of the race.
1: I totally agree. And even for like a marathon, right? I love the marathon. I'll watch the New York marathon every year. I know, the Boston marathon on TV every year. I'm not running them. And it's really, I get really excited to watch it. And even sometimes by the end of the race, I'm, it's not even close because one guy either has a big lead or, you know, one guy is such a big lead that it's sort of over by like mile 18. And then it's like, all right, I guess, guess this is it. And it's something, but we got to spice it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I have a question. Before we begin, how come I never see anyone like sprinting the last like part of the race? Is that just because like they're exhausted, or is it like a marathon? Yeah, I feel like I never see anyone like full on sprint at the end.
1: In a marathon, I mean, you do well. There's a a lot of reasons. What in a marathon, the reason is just because you are that dead that you really can't sprint at the end. But Mm -hmm. I feel like in like a 5K or 10K, you pretty much are seeing people sprint.
0: Oh, and the and the on a 5K, me and uh, uh, me and my friend, we will. If we're, if we're running together, we will look at each other and know what's about to happen, and we will full on sprint running through everybody at the end.
1: You guys are those people who leave. No,
0: oh, we're those who you got to you got to get your your time down. You got to get the lowest time possible.
1: Okay, well then, if you want to get the lowest time possible, the way to do it is not to leave so much that you're sprinting the last quarter mile. You got to spread uh, that. And you got to spread that energy out.
0: You, you may be right, but I'm a sprinter. I'm not a I'm not a long distance runner.
1: I'm pretty confident that I'm correct because. <laughs>
0: again you're the expert but uh you know
1: i have a lot of ideas for how to uh how to spruce up distance running Do you want me to start
0: yeah sure what's what's your first idea
1: we have the 5k in the olympics right on the track it's about 13 laps of the track it's very exciting what if we had this as an event full contact 5k what do you think of that
0: i really like that i've heard from friends that have been on the track team there's a lot of elbows that go when you're, there are a um, lot
1: of elbows, but there's a limit to what you can do. I'm saying like full contact, like old style, like NFL blitz, but for track and field, like you can grab people and fling them. You can push people over, you know, you don't, and that's kind of part of the strategy. Now you want to be out in the front so that you're not back with the riffraff. you know, getting elbows, getting, getting tossed around.
0: I love the, I love the idea of, you know, like bubble soccer, like that. Yes. But a smaller version of those bubbles where you can like f- f- have free range of running. Of, like, like a running. hamster wheel almost. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I don't hate it. And then you're just bumping into everybody.
1: Who do you think would be the best in the world at full contact 5K?
0: Probably an NFL player.
1: Do you think they could keep it up for that long? I think it would still be – I think it would still have to be a runner. I think that the the thing is it would just be so much more competitive at the beginning trying to get out in front so you weren't back getting bodied.
0: That's why I'm thinking like an NFL player, like imagine like Adrian Peterson, who's really fast. And he could shed tackles.
1: Yes, that's true. I think you might be discounting the distance. Uh, 3.1 miles is a long time for Adrian Peterson. That's fair. I, th- I think he's throwing people around at the beginning of the race. I think maybe you get some people that are hanging back early on. And then they slide then When Adrian Peterson's mm. tired of throwing bodies around, then someone slides in.
0: You know, you know a, fun be- ri- a fun race would be like, call it the streaker where you have to run across like the football, the full football field and try not to get tackled on the first person. that can like make it all the way across.
1: That'd be a fun Olympic event.
0: Yeah. You have
1: some person just like sprint across and, and then you have 22 people try to tackle whoever can make it the furthest wins.
0: Yeah. I would say like a two to one ratio of tacklers, first runners or one to one, or or one to one or something. You're saying like
1: 22 streakers at one time on the field.
0: Well, say there's, like, say there's like 10 streakers that are running. There's like 20 people that are trying to tackle them.
1: God, and they would have to be naked, right? That this is obvious.
0: Or at least, just, at least just underwear.
1: I don't know. I think naked because then I think you, it's more intimidating to tackle a naked person.
0: Do you like oil yourself up beforehand or is that cheating?
1: You got to oil yourself up. I mean, you have to. What are we playing? We're playing for the Olympic gold medal.
0: Yeah, I just think it'd be so – I've never tried to tackle someone oiled up before, so I don't know.
1: Have you tried to tackle someone not oiled up a lot of times?
0: I've like, I've, i played sports where you tackle somebody that's not <laughs> oiled up.
1: Have you ever been in a real fight?
0: Have I ever been in a real fight? I've been uh, in, I, I've been in a couple hockey fights, which I wouldn't really call that like a real fight.
1: I've been, right. So like, what was it, you, like you and another guy dropped gloves?
0: No, we weren't like, like, we weren't like dropping gloves. That's why I'm saying it's like, God, it. not like a real fight.
1: Okay, but do people like stop and like come up to you? Did you get a and did you get a penalty afterwards?
0: Yeah, I've gotten several penalties for for fights. Before. Okay,
1: Brian, too the bad boy, the bad boy of uh, what well, was you, the name well, of your hockey if, league in
0: college? Also, if someone's like take, trying to uh, hit one of your buddies or your goalie, you got to rip them off and like
1: got to grab him, him by the, the sweaters, which you got to do. Yeah,
0: I've had someone like wrapped in my, I, I like wrap someone's neck in my like arm and like hit him a, a bunch. He had a, on he the had top a, of the head. Well, he had his helmet on, so, like, it's, like, it's not as bad.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> right to the enforcer. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you.
0: My favorite I've ever seen is one of my friends one time headbutt someone with, like, helmet to helmet, just, like, a full-on he- headbutt.
1: What happened to Were they okay? Were they all right?
0: Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was just very funny to, to see.
1: Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I've never – I've been in two – I've been on two teams that sort of brawled with the other teams, but I was never really, like, squared up with anyone.
0: Yeah, I've never been on like a, like a one-on-one fight fight.
1: Yeah. All right, so maybe you'd see that. Maybe that'd be part of the, the full contact 5K, and then it's like you try to antagonize someone squaring up with you, and then, you know, it takes them out of the fight, and you're, you takes them out of the race. It's almost like roller derby. I never watched roller derby, but I think that was sort of like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, sticking out a little bit from the marathon running for a little bit, I'm thinking like MMA fighting, like just mm-hmm. like one giant brawl. Like, what, like, like 50 MMA fighters all in one ring. And it's just the last one surviving wins. Do
1: you ever play, it's, it sounds, it's like a full contact version of, uh, do you ever play this game in gym class, like elimination, where like you throw a ball over the net and if you tried to catch yeah. it and you dropped it, if you tried to catch it and you dropped it, you were out. If it mm-hmm. landed on the ground closest to you, you were out. And if you threw it and someone else caught it, I think then, they were out, maybe.
0: That uh, was I, called I, Elimination. I, I, I was very good. I was just standing in for, the corner for, the whole time. For me, it was called Nukem.
1: Nukem, but then Nukem. Ah, you're mixing up Nukem and Elimination. What
0: oh, was Nukem?
1: Newcomb is, I'm so, it's so funny. I didn't say Nukem because I was like, Nukem, I think, it was only my school. I don't know anyone <laughs> else played Nukem. Newcomb is, it's like volleyball. You throw it over and then you catch it and you throw it back. If you drop it, your team loses the point.
0: Oh, it's just point, not elimination. But
1: then there's elimination where it's every person for themselves.
0: I've also played elimination where you have to stand in the back of the other person's side, and if you catch it, then you get to come back in.
1: Yes, that's also that's also a game. That's fun. Yeah. That should be in the Olympics, too. That would be fun. I mean, we do a lot of ideas like this, but we've done the, the state Olympics. Like a gym class Olympics would be fun, like kickball, dodgeball, all those things would be fun. A Let's gym
0: Olympics, A gym Olympics would be fun.
1: A gym Olympics would be really fun. How was your gym teacher? Was he cool?
0: I feel like I don't. I never really saw my gym teacher that much because it was always just like free gym, and like he would like, or we would do like basketball rotations and like. Sounds like this went, guy wasn't
1: really putting in a shift over
0: there. I, we had like five gym teachers in like my school. Really, none of them just none of them did anything.
1: I'm talking like elementary school gym teacher though. How was he, or she, or they? Mm-hmm.
0: I I honestly can, cannot remember my elementary school gym teacher.
1: No, oh, fair enough. Mine was uh, Mr. P. Good guy. Coach
0: P. Was uh, it back in the day where you were calling people just by their f- uh, first initial?
1: He was no, always Coach P. P. He was the he was the varsity baseball coach, and he was Coach P. Then what
0: was his last name, just hard to pronounce.
1: No, it's I don't and then I don't really need to put it out there, but it was a, a normal last name. It was Italian last name? But everyone just called him Coach P. Coach P. If you're listening, if you're if you happen to be one of the thirty mystery listeners to this podcast, uh, thanks for the memories, Coach P. <laughs> and, all right, so we <laughs> He's got not dead. He might be. I haven't talked to <laughs> you yeah, in a long scary. time. <laughs> he might be.
0: All right, back to the running.
1: Back to the running. So we got full contact 5K. That's one of my ideas. I think that would be fun. I think it sort of changed the sport. And I think that, by the way, how about this? I'm going to change my prediction from before. I think that whoever the best 5K runner is in the world right now, who I believe is Mo Farah, I think Mo Farah would probably still win this and that would get some respect for runners. Because sometimes people make fun of runners. It's not a contact sport, blah, 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 whatever. But if Mo Farah's like, yeah, it's full contact. I just beat Adrian Peterson.
0: Yeah, I've right? a lot of respect. Because you wouldn't catch
1: him. Right? You'd get a, little, get a little more respect for him.
0: It'd be like football or rugby, but just without the ball.
1: Exactly. You know what I didn't consider, though? You'd probably have some people like Adrian Peterson, because we are doing it on a 5K on a, on a track, who won't even run the first loop. They'll just wait. And they'll just try to catch you when you come around.
0: Yeah. I also think we'd have to do this on grass, right? We wouldn't have. We couldn't do this on an actual track. Yeah,
1: fair enough. So that's one idea I had. Here's another idea I had. This is similar to full contact, but this is a little bit different, right? So one of the biggest problems with marathon running is steroid use. A lot of runners do steroids. It's big throughout track and field in general and in, and in distance running. One of the best American runners became a big deal, won a medal at the Olympics. Then it turns out he does steroids and blah blah blah. Galen Rupp, not a big fan. But steroids hurts the sport, and steroids makes people less interested in it. So here's what I say we do. The day before all the big races. You do the blood, you do the the drug test, but you don't tell anybody the results. Then during the race around mile seven, if you took steroids, someone comes in and tackles you.
0: That's pretty funny.
1: Because mile seven, mile seven, maybe there's not a lot going on, whatever. We just got back from commercial. Oh, they're still at mile seven, big group together. Yeah. And someone just comes in and tackles you. It's like, oh my goodness, that guy did steroids. He just got wrecked. Oh my goodness. And it changes the whole dynamic of the race.
0: I like it if it's just at the very end. I've like right before they, do, they They go over the finish line, they get tackled. It's like, nope, you don't get to finish.
1: That would be so funny. Just coming down Boylston Street just on I mean, nothing in the tank and some guy just jumps out and tackles you. It's like, sorry, dude. Yeah,
0: you're you're punishment that you had to run the whole race. Basically, exactly. And not get to finish.
1: Exactly. That would be awesome. Um, And that would get people tuning in, by the way. That would get some clicks.
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Is there a big betting market on a uh, marathon running? Because Like, I feel like people get more excited about horse racing than human racing because of the betting.
1: This is a great point. There's not a big market. I've tried to bet races in the past. One of the problems with betting races, I I could nerd out and yeah, whatever. One of the big problems with betting men's races is that there's one marathon runner who's like dominated for the last bunch of years. So any race he's in, he's such a big favorite that it's not worth it to bet on anyone else. Wouldn't that be um, the
0: same thing as like American Pharaoh? In but, yeah,
1: so American, but it's only American Pharaoh in the last leg of the Triple Crown. It's not by the, in the Kentucky Derby, there typically isn't like a giant favorite. But actually, what I just said isn't even really totally true because this guy only runs like a couple races a year. So like the Boston or New York Marathons, he's not even, he's never even done those. So I like the idea. Let's start betting on the people.
0: Yeah, also on top of that, a weird uh, topic jump, but horse semen costs a ton of money right what about like athlete what about about these athletes and these like running people like is that why is that not a a, like a thing also why is it only horses
1: let that question breathe is (laughs) your question right now why is athletes semen not valuable the way horse semen is valuable yes the time out time out time out is this an actual question
0: athlete semen specifically well, the reason
1: is because the reason is because we, for, yes, we force a, a, athletic yes. horses to fuck other athletic horses yes, so i make yes. super racing horses
0: yes I'm, I'm i get that so
1: that's the, so what would you do with like lebron james's semen you, you're not forcing lebron james to fuck like serena williams to get some super baby
0: no but i'm saying like the, av- the average joe a woman wanted to get pregnant
1: all right, I want you to type in I want you to type in your computer right now, Eugenics and see what comes up. You can't the average woman because LeBron James doesn't want some average schmuck having his child. That's why it doesn't happen.
0: There's like sperm banks, you know?
1: Yes, there's there are sperm banks. That's true there actually celebrity <laughs> sperm banks. That's what you that's what the idea is. Yeah, there exactly. Are sperm banks. All right, that's what I'm it's getting. at. There right, you're getting there. Fair enough. There are sperm banks and in sperm banks people do get to choose who the father is right they look at pictures mm-hmm. apparently I, I, believe it or not i've never been to a sperm bank but i have heard that you it's like you you read a whole description of the person right it's like this guy went to yale he's a lawyer this is what he looks like he's jewish it's almost like a dating app but it's you at the end you just get sperm so you're saying do you want to do like some pretty sperm banks
0: kind of yeah i mean how much money would somebody pay
1: it's a great question because like LeBron isn't doing it, right? LeBron has like, enough money; he doesn't yeah. need to do a sperm bank. But like, I feel like if you're like in the D League of the NBA, or you're a minor league baseball player, you might do sperm bank.
0: Yeah, but it's also like, 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 like horse semen is like so much money, right? Isn't that like the whole thing? That it's, it, it costs like a, like a like a crazy amount.
1: I don't think that. You, how do I don't you know? Think it I works? don't know the numbers. I think I'm pretty sure I do. I understand how it works. I think.
0: Well, the whole thing is that they do you think that, that people the are horse, the horse has sex with whatever horse that this person has. Yes,
1: but they're not like selling the semen.
0: Well, they're selling the horse having sex with the
1: right. They're selling the, the male yeah. horse having sex with the female yeah. horse, but they're not selling the. I'm
0: not, I'm not, I'm not having, I'm not saying so much to pay LeBron James to have sex with them. I'm saying just the semen.
1: Yes, I got it. So you're, but you kept saying horse semen is still valuable.
0: Yeah, I, I that's because I didn't want to, I'm trying to keep this a, a clean podcast, you know.
1: Are there a lot of are there a lot of clean horse semen podcasts? Listen, folks, we don't curse, but we do talk a lot about horse semen. So if, you, if you're offended by the word shit, but not offended by the idea of horses jacking off, then this is the podcast for you. So I don't know. I, I let's go. I, I don't hate the idea of like low level athletes' sperm banks.
0: Yeah, I mean, have you seen so many, all these people on cameo like, you know, hundred bucks? But I got a cameo. How much money? How much money could they do for their?
1: <laughs> have you? <laughs> 50 bucks for a message. What if they sent you some <laughs> test tube sperm?
0: Exactly.
1: So here's my question. Unrelated to this uh, about Cameo. Have you seen Survivor Game Changers? You may need to cut this if it's not funny, but have you seen Survivor Game Changers?
0: No, I have not seen that one yet. Do not. Don't spoil. Got it. Uh, you could say a character or whatever. Just don't spoil it. Like. Got it. So there
1: is one character whose name is Troyzan.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: I won't tell you anything about how far they get, um, but... I got my friend uh, my friend Ryan, former oh, former guest of the podcast, Ryan. So I don't know when Ryan's birthday is. So every day I text Ryan to wish him a happy birthday. And I, saw, I try to come up with different ways to wish him a happy birthday. So today I <laughs> paid Troyzan. I paid Troyzan <laughs> 30 bucks to wish Ryan a happy birthday. And let me tell you, Troyzan must not be getting a lot of cameos. This thing was approximately, five hours long he just kept going and rambling this is great look at me i'm out in the woods here we go ryan happy birthday i told him ryan was 83 years old <laughs> he was like ryan you're 83 is still a survivor fan blah, blah blah and then he mentioned a lot of things from the season which i won't get into because i don't want to spoil it for you but all right so that's
0: so how much how much how much would that would take that kind of you know let me tell you <laughs>
1: he's, he's recording She's recording these feature-length films for 30 bucks i gotta imagine that you know the scene doesn't cost them that much more but I don't think that there's a big market for Troy's against Steven. I gotta be honest.
0: That's fair. I'm just saying. I'm curious about athletes because it's like, oh, you want your kid to be a like a, like a baseball player, right? I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of like the league. You know that TV show, The League. Yes. How much would one of those main characters would have paid for like Jay Cutler? There's literally a whole episode where they try to steal Jay Cutler's like baby milk because they thought it'd become a it would become like a football. Their baby would become a football player if they drank it.
1: What does Jay Cutler's baby milk mean? Like his wife's breast milk?
0: Yeah, his, his wife's breast milk.
1: Got it. Okay. <laughs> baby milk. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, right. but baby milk is not the term.
0: Yeah. Sorry. With, um, uh, breast milk.
1: Yeah. So I think, again, I, I keep going back to you. I, this is a good idea, but the problem is if you're as rich as Jay Cutler, you're not doing it. It's got to be the low-level athletes who are like semi-pro athletes. Oh, I don't know. I, admit, I mean, these people are selling themselves out on Cameo. Like there are some people on Cameo you wouldn't expect to be there. So, you know, who knows? It's not a crazy idea. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I
0: don't know. We're not, we're not, we're not women. So we don't, I guess, but like, Brian, if like, if you had like some like minor league Mets player or whatever, be like, to have like a kid, if you, if you couldn't get like, if you couldn't have a baby for some reason,
1: you're saying if I couldn't have a baby, would I want some minor leaguer on the Mets to give me his sperm? And then I could have that.
0: So that way you get it. it. Okay, hold on. So this isn't way, terrible.
1: This isn't terrible. That,
0: that, that way you can have a kid who's good at baseball could potentially be really good at baseball.
1: Got it. So like I'm sterile. Uh-huh. Don't make that a clip. Uh, <laughs> so like I'm sterile and I'm now saying, like Patrick Mazika, your sperm is now gonna be my child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Who says
0: no? I... I mean, wouldn't you rather that than some random like schmo?
1: Because you're already picking a random person. Exactly. So why not get someone on the Mets? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you're onto something, my friend. That's not bad, right? Like, that's not bad at all.
0: It took a while to get there, but I think I, I think I'm I'm getting.
1: Yeah. So Patrick Mazika, have my children. There you go. That's the. <laughs> all right. So that's. So we started at a full K, we started at a full contact 5k. We ended with Patrick with having children. What other ideas do you have? I have a couple, I have, so to go back to the marathon for a second, because I did have some ideas here, right? We started with betting. I think that the idea of betting markets could be fun. I also think that, and I don't really know how NASCAR works. Maybe you do, but I think like, or maybe like the tour de France is a better analogy. There should be prize money in marathons for like maybe the fastest person at each mile, the fastest person here or there. So like, there's some things to watch throughout the race, right? Like maybe for example, right? This is a great, this is a good, this is a good example. The Boston Marathon has the has famously a bunch of hills around miles like 16 to 19 or so, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What if you gave out prize money, not just for who won, but who ran those hills the fastest? It would create a little yeah. intrigue in the middle of the race. That's something.
0: Yeah, it's not quite, fair. it's not
1: quite Patrick Mazika having children with strangers, no, but it's- I'm just, uh,
0: when I'm, think, when I'm picturing of betting, I feel like because it's such a long race, mm-hmm. I feel like what you really just need is, like, I'm literally picturing, picturing horse racing but with humans.
1: Yeah, and I think the other like thing... Going, that the like, marathon, going to,
0: like going to a track, casino or track and just watching literally just people run.
1: Oh, you're not even picturing betting on, like, the Boston Marathon. You're picturing, like, got it. So, like, you go to, like, the Yonkers racetrack, but instead yeah. of... Like even,
0: Horses. We just see humans.
1: I mean, why not? Who says no to that? Also, humans exactly. are already riding the horses, so it's not like it's inhumane. And, and then you then can say, oh, like, this
0: per this person's really good on these on these kind of uh, tracks." And right, blah, you blah, can blah. read the
1: racing form. This person is good at this. This person is good at that.
0: And that will probably even give runners. Correct me if I'm wrong. Would that give runners more of an income?
1: It certainly wouldn't give them less of an income. I mean, right now there's very few people who can actually make a living as a professional runner. Um, yeah. So. so I think that that's, that's not bad, Brian. I like it. When you go to bed at the racetrack, thank you you that program with all the information about the horses. Mm-hmm. We got to clean up that program. It doesn't make any sense. Nobody can understand it anymore. My uncle is the only person that can understand it. And I think he was just making it up.
0: Even the betting gotta, itself doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> well, the betting itself makes perfect sense. I'm an expert in the, the horse betting as you know. Of course you are. Yeah. So for the listeners out there, Brian and I did once go to the Yonkers Racetrack and Casino. And we had quite a day, didn't we, Brian?
0: Yeah, we did. It was a, uh, it was memorable to say the least. Yes,
1: yeah, so it was about one hundred and forty-five degrees that day, if I remember correctly. We were the only people there under the age of ninety-six, and in like the seventh race or so, we're watching. I bet on horses. You bet on a couple of horses. I've been on two horses in this race. I remember, and you'll, I, I'll tell you why I remember in a second. Because around the third turn, two horses clipped each other and fell down. One of the horses broke its leg. And they had to shoot it right there on the track. And then another horse got spooked and started running the wrong way, like into oncoming traffic, oncoming horse traffic, that is. And then the horse that ended up coming all the way from the back to win was the other horse I bet on. So I made a lot of money, but a horse died. It was really sad.
0: Yeah, I think it had a heart attack, right?
1: I don't know what happened, but it was terrifying. And I'm telling this story with an upbeat tone, but it's a terrible story. I don't know why my tone of voice is this, but um, it was really scary.
0: Yeah, I've never been more shocked in my life.
1: Yeah, it was. It was quite the scene. Yeah, I like. I'm like. I could like see it. I just like went back there in my mind. <laughs> so did I. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen at the human racetrack.
0: Yeah, no. I can only imagine like a, a, two people running into each other. Someone breaks their leg. They're Like, oh, what do we gotta do? Oh, we gotta shoot them. Um, right. I mean, it is. Done.
1: Yeah, that's the only. You got to imagine the horse is like. I'll just live with a broken leg and not race anymore.
0: Yeah. It'll like heal eventually, right?
1: I think so. It's it's unclear. Maybe not race, have to but like yeah, yeah. Like yeah, why can't it, 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 the horses in that much pain and suffering? Then just shoot it. That's like the. I mean, this goes right back to the as most things in life do. This goes right back to the Jerry Seinfeld bit of. Uh, I'll tell you what he says. I'll tell you what. I think those horses knew that if one of them should to snap their ankle during the home stretch, they'd be taking a trip to the glue factory. Uh, you'd see some mighty careful stepping down the home stretch. <laughs> Just like, you go ahead, you take first, I'll take second, whatever it is. <laughs> it's your health that counts, fellas. It's your health.
0: Do you think they care about the races? The horses? Yeah.
1: Do they even know they're racing, is the question. I don't know. You know, who would know they're racing is the humans.
0: That's true. I think it'd be really interesting. I think, it'll get more, I think it'd get more of an audience and more, more revenue for the humans, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. That would be... It would be great. Who who says no to that? I'm into this idea. I don't know why this idea doesn't exist. By the way, just do it on the horse track. That's what
0: I'm saying. Like, horse, what yeah, horse, on the horse, track?
1: horse racing is going out of business. People aren't going to the horse tracks anymore, which is like, yeah, no wonder. It's like a billion dollars to take care of a horse, and no one can pay attention to what's going on or really even understands what the sport is. Versus human beings, everyone takes care of themselves. You show up, you race, you wear a little number.
0: I guess no one's making... Money like, like the owner is making money off the horse. Like, I guess it's just the human is just making money for themselves.
1: Yeah, the human makes money for themselves. The casino makes money off people betting. What's the problem?
0: I guess sponsorships too. And then,
1: yeah, but people sponsor sports all the time. Why not just have this and people bet on it? I don't know. It sounds fun.
0: Yeah, I think it's a win win.
1: Maybe people are nervous that the races would be fixed, but like, as if you can't fix a horse, like, as if horses have such integrity that they like, <laughs> that like, a horse can never. A horse can never give a race up.
0: Is, is steroids an issue with horses?
1: Yeah, it's huge issue. Huge. So same concept. Tackle them at the finish line. Yeah, it's the same issue. There you go. You know what else? This should be a more well-known sport. The beer mile. The beer mile should be a much better known sport.
0: You love a beer mile.
1: I've never done a beer mile, but I contend that the beer mile have already, I might've already done this on the show. I contend that the beer mile world record is the most impressive world record in in the world.
0: What is the world record? Do you
1: know what the beer mile world record is? Guess what the beer no. mile world record is.
0: Guess. One mile. Um.
1: For freer, for context, let me give you the. Uh, so for maybe those people like, who may not maybe know, like, second, maybe like, like, don't, like, don't guess it. Don't guess yet. Don't guess okay. yet. Don't guess it. So for um. So for people who may not know, a beer mile is you chug a beer, you run a lap. 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 So by the end, you've chugged four beers and run four laps of a quarter-mile track. So you finished four beers and run a mile. The world record for the mile is 343. What do you think the beer mile world record is? Where now you're not just running a mile, but you're chugging four beers. So you have to take the time to drink all the beers and also Take the and also now you're running these laps with a full belly of beer. I would say six minutes. That's about what I would say, too. The answer 424.
0: Is that person running normal mile like races?
1: They're not the world record holder, which I don't even understand. Like, how is that 424 is insane.
0: Yeah, how is that person not a professional runner?
1: Like, how are they not an Olympic champion? Corey Belmore, like. Does he run sober ever? Is he just, maybe he just like is a runner and an alcoholic? I don't know, but he's the most, he's a Canadian. So is it, this is what's crazy about him. His record for the mile is 357 and his beer mile record is 433.
0: Yeah, he's just really fast at chugging beer.
1: He's unbelievable. I think I've suggested that for a Brian challenge. I also think I'm just amazed by that statistic.
0: I'm amazed. We can try a beer mile. I'd have to, I'd have to. I had to practice. I don't think I could, would be able to do like chug four beers. In, what do you like, think that time?
1: What do you think your mile time would be if you did it right now? And what do you think your beer mile time would be? My
0: mile time, my mile time without, like, without any training right now. Just right digging, now, like, right now, probably like, I don't know, maybe like seven 30 or something.
1: Oh, and what do you think your beer mile time would be then?
0: I would say like 20 minutes. Well, What do you think?
1: Right, I, now, the, my, right now, my all-out mile, I'm guessing, would be like 6.15. And then, so I think my beer mile time, it's funny. You added a lot of time for your beers. I think I could get to, I think I'd be 10 minutes. Is that crazy?
0: I just, I just, I just know myself I'm not great at chugging full beers. And I'd have to do it four times Yeah, you a know what? short I was, amount of time.
1: I'm not good at chugging either. I probably, should, but I don't that's, know. I added that's my issue. Minutes.
0: Like maybe we yeah. could do a beer mile, Brian. Mm-hmm. and but we'll just do like a hot dog at each mile instead of a beer thoughts
1: <laughs> I think I would prefer
0: that I, I would be into that
1: a hot dog I would do a hot dog I would pre- I'd actually prefer that because I really don't want to drink four beers I don't know I just know call like, me I a just, square but I don't
0: <laughs> I just know I wouldn't be able to chug four beers in a short amount of time like that
1: I'll do a hot dog mile. That sounds fun. I'll do yeah. Let's do that it.
0: That sounds fun, right? Like that. Brian I, that challenge. Seem like Brian that,
1: challenge. Though.
0: Hot dog mile. All right. Whenever the next time. I mean, I I think we could still probably do some Brian challenges in the middle of it, just because I don't know when the next time we'll both be together. But I are think you guys having that, a July Fourth party? I will be home July Fourth, but I'm, we're not having a party. But I'll be home July Fourth.
1: Okay, so I'll be around that time. We'll meet up and we'll do a uh, we'll
0: do a hot dog mile. Sure. All yeah, right. that sounds fun
1: um let's see are there any other big running ideas you want to get into this episode
0: the hot dog thing would be so crazy i'm trying to think like would you not eat beforehand would that be like your strategy you'd have to go
1: in you'd have to go in hungry you'd have to go in hungry but you couldn't go in on an empty stomach i wouldn't think
0: i'm just like i'd have to i think i would have to beforehand try to eat four hot dogs and see like how like filling it does that make sense like how filling that would be all right. Also, it also, this is gonna be a really. I'm gonna cut this. Also, this is gonna be a really weird rule. I would request the 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 buns either be like either toasted or not pure. What I hate I hate pure white bread hot dog buns. I, I hate, hate white meat. bread in general. So do I. I hate white bread.
1: White bread. Yeah. Whoever came up with the idea that white bread somehow tastes better than wheat bread is crazy. So like, wheat bread. Like hot... Wheat bread for anything except for possibly pizza is is better.
0: Yeah, I mean for hot dog buns, they either have to have it toasted or I need to get one of those like, you know, like Italian buns. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that's like that's like it for me. Like I, I hate white bread buns.
1: All right. So there you go. So we got the challenge. I don't know, it's just the episode. We got the challenge, we got the full yeah, contact 5K. We got human racing. We got Patrick Mazika having my children. I think <laughs> we got an episode.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: All right, cool. Um so I hope you enjoyed the uh back to the two man episode of Here's my idea. I almost called it the Brian and Brian show. I don't know why I almost said that, but I almost called it. Brian Brian. and Brian
0: That was one, almost one of our original ideas, right?
1: Yeah, but that stinks. And here's my idea is really good. So, uh, so there you go. That's the episode folks. I'm launching a new podcast. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Elberg. So you can get uh, all the details there. It's going to be a teaching podcast. It's going to be actually pretty serious. I'm um, very serious. I'm going to make a lot of great points, but I actually am going to have some really smart people on to talk about teaching and education. And I've already recorded some episodes and I stink, but the people are really smart. So it's good <laughs> to listen to them and make sure you follow us. Where is our Instagram? What is it called?
0: Uh, our Instagram is here's my idea of podcasts and our Snapchat.
1: Hold on. Say it. Bellberg. Yeah. Bellberg. I got, I meant to tell you. So Becca sent me like a silly Snapchat today and she was like, Hey, check your Snapchat because I sent you something funny. So I opened it up and I got a Snapchat from somebody. I'm going to open it live on the pod. I'm going to see if it's a listener or if it's spam or whatever it is. Are All right, ready?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh no, sorry, it's just a, it's just a friend request, I guess. So I didn't even know that existed on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, no, false alarm. I don't think it's anything. So it was something, I was right. This thing did pop up. I'm not crazy. This is a chat from someone on Snapchat. Let's see what it says. So we're going to open a live on the podcast. Okay. I don't
0: know who this person is.
1: Maybe they're a fan. Ready? Oh, all right. Very exciting. Hey there, baby. I found you on Snapchat and you seem sort of my taste. Ha ha, comma, comma, comma. N E way. See my story and let me know if you like my looks or invite me on sex. My ID there is babycutie25.k. So we got fans, Brian. We're getting big.
0: We got fans.
1: I mean, this person is, uh, thank you very much for listening out there. Um, And keep the Snapchats coming. Um, All right. So there you go. So here's my idea. Have a great week. Brian. The babe they call Brian. He He had arms, and legs, and hands, and feet This boy, whose name was Brian